0: This is SG2 Perspectives, a conversation with SG2 experts and industry thought leaders about the biggest trends in healthcare and what we expect that's going to mean for the future of healthcare delivery. We're always looking for new ideas and topics from our listeners, so please reach out, share your ideas. You can email us at SG2perspectives at SG2.com or connect with us on LinkedIn or Twitter, and you can find links to all that in the show notes. Now, on to this week's episode
1: you have a moment in time where you've worked so hard and built some positive momentum and done some amazing things. Where do you go from here with your strategy? As you looked at the health of your own organization and perhaps yourself professionally, personally over the last 18 months, how will that cause you to change what you do in the next 12 to
0: 18 months and beyond? Welcome to SG2 Perspectives. I'm your host, Trevor Drin. Every year, typically at several venues throughout the summer, SG2 hosts our Executive Summit series. It was a staple when I was both a member, and now this is my 10th year of doing Exec Summits. And next week, on July 27th, the 2021 Executive Summit will kick off. It starts three-day series of virtual events. That means there's still seats available. So if you're not registered yet, please do so. There'll be a link in the show notes, or you can do it at SG2.com. If you've ever attended Executive Summit, you're used to seeing Bill Woodson kick off the event, and this year will be no different. Bill's going to join me today to talk through some of the biggest themes from this year and provide a preview of not just his State of the State talk, but really the themes of the whole event. Thanks, as always, for joining, Bill. Looking forward to it. The theme this year is look in the mirror. What does that really mean in this context? What are we encouraging health system leaders to do?
1: Trevor, we floated this now for a few months, and we did our year-ahead webcast about this It came to us directly from health systems across the country about how they use the time during the pandemic to either change their strategy, change their list of priorities, or ask themselves the tough questions about where they go from here. You have a moment in time where you've worked so hard and built some positive momentum and done some amazing things. Where do you go from here with your strategy? As you looked at the health of your own organization and perhaps yourself professionally, personally, over the last 18 months. How will that cause you to change what you do in the next 12 to 18 months and beyond? For the most part, our members have held strong with their overall longer-term strategy. Trevor, they change what they're doing in the shorter term, meaning what are the priorities, what's on the list, what's off the list, what's the bandwidth, what they can
0: take on. I think our members always rely on you and expect the Executive Summit to be a mix of synthesizing recent events and then translating it into our perspective for the future. What are a few of those biggest trends shaping our perspective this year? It's a mix
1: of things. And there's
0: a, obviously a certain fatigue about anything related
1: to COVID, but we do have to address what did we learn and uh, what do we carry forward in terms of how we run health systems? What do we learn about our workforce, the populations that we treat? and the trust we built up in the community. The mix here is interesting because you talk to the CFOs right now, they're in the process of just resettling the health system or the hospital. What volumes are coming back? What volumes are not? How are we looking financially over the next 12 to 24 months? How does our operational margin look? How does our revenue growth look? Everything is a bit in flux because we're still sorting out the behavior of the marketplace. That's top of mind. Having said that, there are things we hear everywhere from the organizations we work with right now. And that relates to the footprint. What's the current and future footprint of the health system? Every organization is talking about digital strategy. It's an amorphous term. And then what's the direction of our core business, meaning inpatient, legacy outpatient, and where does the workforce fit inside all of that, given our challenges in hiring, burnout, and growth.
0: The last two years at the executive summits, we've pushed our members to rethink, kick the tires on their systems of care. That's just been a recurring central message. So what can members expect to learn this year about how creating a really precise vision for that system of care is not only needed now, but maybe there's kind of a new twist, a new angle on it?
1: We've challenged ourselves at SG2 with what our message should be in the marketplace around the system of care. Historically, it was about the continuum of services anchored in specific locations. And now we're forced to challenge ourselves and challenge our audience with what do you need to do to be relevant and differentiated? And it's not just a graphic. We've landed on three areas that are essential. It's your collection of ambulatory capabilities across the system of care, obviously less of a focus on the inpatient part, although that matters for academic medical centers uh, more than ever. It's incentives, the incentives for whatever we're talking about here, whether it's inside the medical group, inside your value-based care initiatives, incentives, and working with Medicare and Medicare Advantage or incentives for patients and employers, ambulatory incentives. And the third is something that we're calling channel vitality, meaning how are you keeping patients in your system and connecting them to the next part of their patient journey? We've talked about it for several years, but this has moved to the top of the list because we don't believe there's any true brand differentiation in the marketplace We've seen enough of the data that shows us that for most of our health system members, the term leakage is used. It may not be right. It may be about continuity of care, that about 50% of the patients enter at some point in the care delivery process, that a channel, if you want to call it that, and then go somewhere else. We're just not very good at it the strength, the integrity, the systems of care we've built at the enterprise level, the service line level are not as strong as we think they will need to be to keep you growing and successful. And now we're adding, obviously, lots more priorities on partnerships and your digital footprint. All that together tells us that we need some new urgency in what the system of care message is for health systems.
0: My co-host, Kelly Richard, not only led a lot of that Research that we developed this spring. She's also doing a whole series of podcasts digging into those very similar topics. So, if that theme sounds familiar, it's something that we're going deeper into across a lot of content at SG2. From SG2's perspective, because we're a strategic growth company and we tend to do a lot of projects and research focused on the inventory space, because that's what we're hearing from our members is often their growth focus. But inpatient and hospital based services are still a huge chunk of revenue, and they're undergoing pretty radical change, and there's pretty radical change on the horizon. What are the big trends we're highlighting this year? It depends on
1: which market, which organization we're talking to. But as we look now and over the horizon, it's pretty clear that the inpatient facility never goes away and its role rises within the system of care. But clearly what we can see now and moving forward is acuity rises. The patient acuity of the patients has gone up for several years. And over our forecast, it rises dramatically, which changes the mix of patients, the demands on the workforce, and actually your length of stay. And then that plays out in terms of just the design of the facility. Can you call X percent of your classic inpatient business more of an ICU right now and moving in? in the future. And then let's build out from there. We have changing things on the inpatient campus related to the emergency department, which patients show up, who goes to urgent care or virtual care versus what's truly emergent. How do we treat specific populations like pediatrics and the geriatric population? There's so much in our forecast, Trevor. And what's happening right now in the marketplace coming out of COVID on behavioral health, uh, not only in the emergency department, but across the entire system of care. We also have what's leaving the campus. So what's decanting to the ambulatory surgery center or hospital outpatient, we have bullish growth on the uh, ambulatory surgery center site of care from health systems, but obviously from other participants in the health delivery system, physicians and joint ventures. Uh, There's a lot of action right now in terms of what's shifting to those locations. Let's take it to the other side. There's a lot of activity still early in terms of true volume and what's called hospital at home, an idea that's been around for maybe 20 years or at least 15 But using the home as a location for more intense services, not just traditional home care, but almost acute care services, we have a recent publication out about that. And we can dig into the data about how effective that model is in lowering length of stay, readmissions, using post-acute services more effectively. That fits nicely into a value-based care world. But depending how packed your campus is, if you're an academic medical center, it becomes a viable model and the incentives matter a great deal a couple of takeaways here, which is how you configure the facility, how you use different spaces that you have on the core campus, and then how the workforce will be deployed and what they're focused on are tremendous challenges in the medium to long term, if not the short term.
0: Those themes are going to be the focus of a talk led by our medical director, Dr. Maddie McDowell. It's going to happen on the second day of the summit on July 28th. So if if that stuff really resonates, don't miss registering for that talk. Most strategy teams that I get to spend time with are really being tasked with and relied on by their organizations to drive an immediate growth agenda. And that often means stuff across the ambulatory space. It's a huge term. It covers so many sites and services. What are we gonna be highlighting in terms of opportunities on the ambulatory side?
1: It's a bit of a semantic is the right word. What is the focus of your discussion when we say the word ambulatory? It used to be stuff that just wasn't in the hospital, and it's so much more than that now. It's a big discussion about your footprint overall in the marketplace, what we used before. But is your ambulatory strategy, what purpose does it serve among several? Does it decant? your inpatient campus? Is it related to your approach to value-based care, including Medicare Advantage? Is it a way to more broadly address your entire system of care and, or does it still you back to what you've been doing for a long time we're going to defend our primary market and we can define the market differently geographically than we did before because of new virtual and digital capabilities and or expanding your market footprint as well all these things are on the table and our consulting team is doing work across the board here and it does seem to come down to four major decisions what do we build what do we buy Uh, where do we partner And importantly right now, what do we seed? What do we just decide this is not really core to us? Others will do it, we'll try to link to them. It's not uh, relinquishing or surrendering, but it's seeding certain parts of the business. That shortens the list of priorities, I think, effectively. There are economics that underlie all this because of what ambulatory shift means for our members right now. And then ways that you have to go very local in this in terms of consumer behavior and the competition, the payer behavior, and do you want to lead or lag quickly in the marketplace? There's no simple answer to this, but this is the most dynamic set of questions we get from our health system members and consulting clients right now. It's a big thing and this will continue for several years.
0: I'm hearing the complexity of those questions is going up, right? It's less focused on a specific site, service line, et cetera. The interconnection of all those things is is just something that has to be addressed through any of these initiatives. And those themes will be the focus of a talk on July 29th, led by Brianna Motley, Jennifer O'Connor from the SG2 intelligence team. So if that's a focus, don't miss that one. All right. Last question for today, Bill. And this is a little bit of a view inside the SG2 Sausage Factory. We start debating these things in the winter. And then usually we look to Bill to say, put it together, make it concise, make a theme for us for this summer. So if you have to pick a theme now for next year's summit, what would it be?
1: Yeah, before I answer that, and I'll have a pretty weak answer at this point because we just haven't been traveling as much, Trevor, and for better or for worse, what I've not mentioned so far in the questions you've asked is – The amount of interest and activity going on in health equity, we'll bring that up over the three days of our meetings. It's top of mind for almost every organization we work with in a positive way. It's about time. It's not just a community needs assessment. It's about explicit activities to change the numbers, addressing the social determinants in a fundamentally new way. This is very important for us right now as an organization. We know it's important to our members. That topic continues into the future for sure. But as I think about next year and just getting back into a market that's resettled, I'm going back to some words we've used before about the definition of relevance. How are you relevant as a health system? And then underneath that, what's the new definition of growth differentiation in your marketplace? These have been fairly static. We've had bland opinions on these things before. I'd like to us to be able to challenge the industry about what differentiation means and what's the new vehicle or vehicles for growth moving forward. And underneath that, and these topics will continue, we have the whole digital transformation journey. These are trite terms now that we're still unpacking and trying to build some content around digital release directly to the consumer journey and how you interact with them. Remember about 75% of our market is probably consumer driven, healthcare is catching up. And then we have new tools like artificial intelligence. And then we still come back to scale We hear about innovations, approaches to growth, uh, approaches to transformation that are niche solutions. We have to scale them and we'll be looking for examples of that. So I'm throwing a lot of things out there, but I still go back to the relevance term, which seems to play well with the senior teams that we engage right now. And we also ask them, what did you learn about the organization in the last 18 months that will set you on a better course for the next 18 months and beyond. And we're getting good answers to that. And I'm looking forward to hearing from more of our members hitting the road in the latter part of the summer and the fall. But there's just things that we know are are pretty sticky right now.
0: Thanks, Bill. I know it's a tough question, but thanks for taking a stab at it. And thanks for sharing some of the key themes that we'll be addressing throughout the Executive Summit this year. Again, it kicks off next week. Don't miss it. Thanks so much for tuning in. And thanks to Bill for sharing your thoughts. Thanks,
1: this has been another episode of SG2 Perspectives. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and don't forget to rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Please connect with us on LinkedIn or Twitter at SG2Healthcare. You can also reach us via email at SG2Perspectives at SG2.com. Reach out and let us know what healthcare trends are most important to you. Please also listen and subscribe to our colleague, Dr. Tom Villanueva's Modern Practice Podcast on Vizian's Medical Leadership channel. Tom discusses key healthcare trends through the clinical leadership lens. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.